Small Business Spoonfuls is a weekly Q&A with Lisa Smith and Mason Merrill providing the answers to questions you have about running your small business. This podcast is sponsored by HelpDeskSuites.com. If you are a busy employer, we are your employment law compliance help desk. Visit HelpDeskSuites.com to find out more and become a member. Now, here's your host, Lisa Smith and Mason Merrill. Welcome to another edition of Small Business Spoonfuls. I'm Lisa Smith. And I'm Mason Merrill. And today we are talking about intermittent FMLA abuse. Oh yeah, this can be a common thing that happens in the workplace. So we're going to kind of talk about some tips um, that you can take if you're going through this process. Yeah, absolutely. And so just kind of to start out, just so that you're clear on what we're talking about, you know, FMLA is when you have, generally speaking, 50 or more employees, and then you have a covered condition, you're able to take time off without pay, but you're job protected. So usually you can't be terminated during this time. Now, a lot of times what happens is employees don't just take 12 straight weeks. They take a day here, a day there, an hour here, an hour there. And over time, it begins to kind of look like maybe they're abusing the system. Yeah. That maybe they don't really have this coming and employers kind of sometimes tend to just lose control of the reins. It, it can act like a runaway horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can just kind of build up a lot over time. Yeah, so this sporadic type of leave um, can really be an administrative headache. So we have about eight tips today that we're going to go over to help you get a hold of that. That's right. So we'll start with our first one. It's question the original certification. That's right. And so, you know, straight out of the gate, employers can get the illness certified from a doctor to make sure that it's covered and it is under FMLA guidelines and so forth. But, you know, employers aren't required to do this. They just yeah. can. And so, unfortunately, a lot of times with the intermittent stuff, it tends to sort of just pop up and yeah. we, we don't get a hold of it fast enough. And so we're not we're not getting that certification. Or if we are... We're not looking at it closely. It's missing information. It may be vague. Yeah. You know. So if it's if something comes in, if you get like a doctor's note that kind of looks vague and uh, kind of funny, I, you, sh- you might say, what can you do about this? Do you have to accept that as a doctor's note because it has a doctor's signature on it or can you question it? Yeah, you can absolutely question it. Now, you can contact the healthcare provider. And you can say, did you, you know, number one, did you actually do this certification, making sure it's their handwriting, their signature, you know, and they will say, yes, we supplied the patient with that or no, we don't even know what you're talking about, you know. So it's a good way to confirm that. Now, they will not um, give you any diagnosis information, anything like that. And the employee's direct supervisor is not going to be the one who contacts this Mm -hmm. provider. This is going to be someone from HR. Gotcha. Okay. So without breaking HIPAA, you can look into it and get a little more information to make sure what's going on here is valid. That's right. Okay. So for our second um, tip here is ask for a second opinion. Yeah. So, okay. So you've called the provider. Now you have a little bit of wishy-washy information. You're not sure if this is valid. So you can say, listen, we're going to go ahead and get a second opinion on Mm -hmm. this. And 
you have to pay for that. The employer has to pay for that. So okay. this is not coming out of the employee's pocket, but you can certainly do that. And if the first and second opinion don't agree, well, then, of course, you can get a third opinion to yeah. be a tiebreaker. Yeah, exactly. So you get one opinion back and it's like, okay, this is this this is what it is. The second opinion comes in, it's something totally different or maybe just something a little bit different. You have to pay for that third opinion. And if that third opinion comes back totally different, then you know something's really funny going on. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be insane if that happens. But, you know, here is a problem that, you know, just in this very first two tips that we're giving here. Yeah. Um, this is where your your stick-to-itiveness, yeah. <laughs> I guess, as an HR pro, um, will really act to curb the abuse immediately. If you show the employee, we're going to put you through the paces. Yeah. You know, and it may not be worth it to grab an hour here or there mm-hmm. and fake it. You know, it may be like, oh, my goodness, they're going to make me actually do this right, and I can't yeah. do this right, so there goes the abuse. <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to scare your employees, but if there's a situation going on, you can use that to kind of like, hey, look, we're looking into this. We're yeah. going to be on top of you about this. You and know? and so. it's not just one person you're doing this to. You're, you're making everyone yeah. walk this line. Yeah, so, it's not going to be a discrimination thing. No. It's not going to end up being, that's just, that's just how you run your organization. Yeah, we just make you follow the rules. Okay, so the third tip is ensure that all absences related to the condition are counted. Yes. And so this is another area that it kind of feels like a runaway horse or freight train or something. Because when you have this hour here, hour there, half a day here, half a day there, we can forget to be writing this down or or not calculating it properly or not deducting it properly. And this is another problem because employers a lot of times look at that 12 week thing. Yep. And so they start trying to calculate 12 weeks worth of absences. But, you know, if you're doing FMLA right, you're calculating 12 weeks and the equivalent number of hours. Right. And that doesn't always mean 40 hours times 12 is 480 hours a year. It doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. You could have a person who only averages or who I should say only, but who averages 50 hours a week. Yeah. Well, they're going to get 600 hours of FMLA because when you do 50 hours a week times 12 weeks, they're going to get 600 hours because they have an average of a higher weekly amount. So when you're deducting, you know, they took an hour here, they took yeah. two hours there, you know, make sure you start with the right number. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's where a lot of times it gets away from us. Yep. Okay. So that leads nicely into our next tip, which is require employees to follow your paid leave policy. Do you have a paid leave policy is the question here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man, that's a great question. And if your employees have, you know, if you have paid leave and, you know, so PTO bank or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, sick time, vacation time, um, then, you know, you're already accustomed to taking that out by the hour or, you know, whatever increment you use. And so somebody takes an hour of FMLA, make sure you're docking that hour of PTO. And then, of course, you're going to pay them for that hour. Right. And then when they run out of PTO, then if they take an hour of FMLA, you're going to dock that hour to make sure your numbers are correct. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, that's not automatically paid. So when they run out, they run out. And by not letting that get away from you, that yeah. will also help curb that um, abuse if yeah. people figure out, oh, I'm not getting paid for this anymore. Yep. So have good policies and keep good records. Um, next is request recertification. 
Yes. And so you can request recertification every 30 days in connection with absences related to long-term conditions. Yeah. Or conditions that may require sporadic absences, which is what we're talking about here, yeah. FMLA. So let's say that I've got migraines mm-hmm. and you get that certification. And so I'm here and there and everywhere. I'm taking an hour here and two hours there and a half a day here. Okay. So I'm doing all of that. Now, 30 days runs out and I'm still dealing with this migraine issue, mm-hmm. which is very common that yeah. I might be. Um, well, let's go ahead and just go ahead and get that recertification. So if I'm having a tendency to fudge a migraine mm-hmm. and say, oh, my head hurts when it really doesn't, and I'm not making fun because migraines are no joke, yeah. but I am saying if you suspect abuse, this is one really heavy area because you can't tell someone they don't have a headache. Yeah, that's <laughs> you right. Know? You can't test for that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of a little tool you can put in your toolbox is that request certification thing, recertification mm-hmm. thing. And um, maybe uh, employers might even know that you can do that every 30 days. So that's a really good tip to have. Yeah. So the next one would be follow up on changed or suspicious circumstances. Sorry, I can't talk today. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. So, you know, keep your eye out on the use of FMLA and take a look at patterns. Um, You know, you want to make sure that, of course, you're getting your 30-day certifications and everything. But if you've got doubt being cast over what the actual problem is and you've got this one 30-day certification but now the problem seems to be changing a little bit yeah you may not have a certified thing anymore so you're going to have to maybe send them for another certification one thing that you want to remember with people that are too lazy to work is they may also be too lazy to follow through with all of your paces that you put them through. Right. If my head is really hurting and I need that time off, man, I'm going to get you what you need to make sure I'm covered. Yeah, that's but correct. But if I'm just trying to blow it off and go to the ice cream parlor for the afternoon, it might just be too much work for me to jump through all those hoops and have you find me out in the end. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So so keep following up. Don't be don't be too nosy about the situation. But, the, hey, as far as this concerns, they're – they're wanting you that they're wanting you to pay them for work they're not going to do so that's right um you know that that's something you can definitely keep an eye on and keep in touch with that's right um okay so the next one is control the way that employees scheduled planned treatment yeah and so like there's going to be intermittent leave required and you know sometimes will happen for therapy doctor's visits you know various things like that that are legit right uh-huh. um now fmla requires that employees schedule those absences for the planned treatment in a way that is you know most convenient for the business yeah and so yeah i mean make sure that if they say hey i'm going to go to physical therapy every wednesday at two o'clock and if that's your busiest time you know you can have the input to say hey could we shoot for yeah you know wednesday at four o'clock or could we shoot for tuesday at 10 a.m or you know like what might be you know and if the if the employee gets an attitude and acts like hey this doesn't concern you pull out the statute if you need to because you know we don't want to be ugly we Mm -hmm. don't want to like cause confrontation and just be like we're the tyrant with the fmla thor hammer you know like whatever But you got a business to run too. We do, and we're giving them job protected, unpaid time. Yeah, and we just need a little help on our end. And the government said that's okay. We deserve that help. Cooperation, basically. There you go. Everybody cooperates. It needs to be a win-win. 
Yep, that's right. So uh, the, the eighth and final tip is consider temporary transfers. Yeah. So, okay. So we've got intermittent leave. It's foreseeable. We've got like, it's going to go on and on and on. It's going to recur. You know, maybe there's another position with, this is important, equivalent pay, equivalent benefits, equivalent shift, you know, all of that. But it could be a different job that the person is also qualified to do. So as long as they're not risking any pay or shift or benefits or anything like that, FMLA says switch it around. If it's easier on your company, then go for it, you know. So we can definitely throw that out and make that an option that we consider um, if the employee doesn't like what Mm -hmm. we're offering to them. And we have legitimate reasons that we need to do this, not yeah. just because I don't like you and I'm going to make your life miserable, but I mean, literally, it, this is legit, then there can't really be much of an argument on the employee no. side because no. we're doing what we're supposed to. But again, it's all about cooperation. Yeah. And especially if it's in a suspicious circumstance, you kind of throw that out at them. They're doing this a lot. They don't want to leave that position. You know, they're mm-hmm. probably going to change their way of action. You know? Yeah. And, so. and you're right. Again, if they're too lazy to work, they're probably too lazy to jump through your hoops. Yeah. And I hate to say it that way, but let's get real. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. When we're talking about abuse, we're talking about borderline theft here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so we want to like have a good attitude, but also yeah. we want to be careful. And HR is hired to protect the company yeah. just just as much, if not more, than we are to protect the employees. And so we, again, we want it to be a win-win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the key here really is to follow these guidelines, but don't, don't be hateful. Don't be controlling. Don't be mean. No. Don't be discriminatory you know, at the end of the day, because some things can be perceived just because the way you don't like things and, you know, that different, that those different things. So protect yourself, but also be reasonable and willing to work with this employee and while following these guidelines. Absolutely. And I know that my tone today has been frustration, frustration, (laughs) frustration. But you know what? I did this partly on purpose. I mean, as an HR pro, you you get a little tense when this topic comes up. But um, I did this too today with this sort of an attitude because I know that our listeners are dealing with this and they're writing me like every week and they're saying, I'm so frustrated. You know, what do I do? So I'm trying to reflect what that feels like, but also to say, but, but wait, but listen, you know, we do have to be fair and we do want to do our best. And if we're frustrated, it might be our own fault Yeah, because we're not following these eight tips. <laughs> yeah, this can be something that can really help you to get through a frustrating situation exactly. while keeping a cool head. Exactly. Okay, great. Well, I think that wraps it up for this one and uh, we'll get back to it next week. All right. Well, until then, I'm Lisa Smith. And I'm Mason Merrill. Be Audit Secure. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Small Business Spoonfuls podcast, we invite you to check out helpdesksuites.com. Helpdesksuites.com is the essential resource for anyone in an HR position. So whether you're new to HR and just starting to figure it out, or a seasoned pro looking for ways to keep up with the changes that happen almost daily, then the deluxe membership to helpdesksuites.com can help you to get to the next level. Our extensive document library, employee handbook creator, job description writer, monthly training, mobile apps and tools, and supportive active Facebook community will help you along your way. 
you will get the feedback, encouragement, and advice you need when you need it. HelpDeskSuites.com is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and maintain a successful HR department. Check it out at HelpDeskSuites.com slash helpdesk dash suite dash deluxe dash details. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast today, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you get your podcasts.